Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And I had a nice comment from someone today. They said, you know what, Rick? I understand why you call your show Get Real because you really do get real. And you know what? The older I get and the angrier you make me, the more real I get. And so I want to thank you for that. Um, you know, and there's no such thing as uh, bad press. So you can call me an anti-vax um, uh, activist if you want. We'll talk more about that later. Um, that's my new label someone has given me and I'm, I'm touched because one, it's a big lie because I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandate. Um, I think people should have a choice and I think people that make a choice to get a vaccine, that's a good thing for them. And I think people who make a choice not to get the vaccine, that's a good thing for them. We all have our reasons. So I don't know how I ran into this group tonight's topic, um, but who cares? Um, anyway, um, there are three people, uh, locals, and they have a podcast. And the podcast is, I, I went back and listened, it's called Truthzilla. So if you know me, I'm all about the truth. If it has truth in it, then I am going to be probably a fan. So I thought, you know, I don't know a lot about these folks. And that's what makes life really interesting. If I wanted to do this when I worked at KEZI, I would have to cut off my left nut and give it to my news director in order to put something on that I wasn't, I didn't know everything about it. Um, but now that I can get real, I can keep my nuts and I can do my show at the same time. So I just am so happy to be Rick. Well, the nut guy. Hi guys. <laughs> What's up? Good evening. Is yeah. that like the best inter introduction you could ever have? Me and my that was pretty good. That was that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Rick, did you Rick, did you see the footage of me bullhorning the KEZI guy? Did you see that one? Okay. Okay. You'll have to check it out on our YouTube channel anyway. So you guys introduce yourselves. And uh, why don't you each one, Megan, start with you, since you look a lot better than the rest of them. And I mean, <laughs> this way, totally. But let's start with you, kind of tell your family, and then just work our way down. Uh, I, sorry, so you, I didn't hear all, you just want me to introduce myself? Sorry, yeah. I'm Megan. Hi, I'm everybody. Megan. And tell them about you, your mom of six, you know, kind of that. I am. I am a mom of six. I have three grown children and three children still uh, coming up. And um, yeah, I sort of uh, got mixed up in all of this with these guys through uh, kind of my own schooling um, in psychology and uh, kind of a lot of uh, delving into child abuse. I used to do foster care for many, many years. And uh, and then more and more truths sort of started to be uncovered in my life. I have a vaccine injured uh child. Um, and so there's just a lot of things that kind of culminated that brought me to this table and this microphone, but we've uh, done some really beautiful things here. Absolutely. She okay. is and one of the leaders on. of the new world. Hold on, you guys, real know. quick. I forgot to do something. You guys, our show is brought to you by Buck Sanitary Service. How do you like that? There's nothing better. So our we, what we say is, I just talked to Scott today. He's down and helping the firefighters. Um, he's going to send me some video down there. They, they deliver showers and toilets and stuff to firefighters and stuff. But we always say to people, you know, we'd like you to bless our clients. Um, but if you are, you know, you got to go and it doesn't say bucks, please go. I mean, I'm not asking you to, you know, hold it and go run and find a bucks. Go ahead and go. But then if you have a party or some kind of event, you, then you can call bucks. It's also brought to you by Chris Dental uh, Family Dentistry. Um, Michael, uh, he is his new commercial is... Um, a lot of dentist offices in town and, and doctor's offices are not uh, taking non-vaccinated patients. At Chris Dental, we take vax. We don't ask your medical background. We just want to treat you and make sure you're, you're taken. And he's gotten so many clients off of that. Um, and so those are our two sponsors. We can't do this without it. So if you're looking for a toilet, Buck Sanitary Service. If you're looking for a shower for events, 
Buck Sanitary Service. If you're looking for a dentist, Chris Dental. All right, now, Ed, your turn. All right, all right. Well, first of all, I just want to uh, say be before that, uh, with Megan, me and Megan met 30 minutes before before the first day we recorded. So we did. Um, so we're kind of, we're super close friends now. Yeah, uh, we've all become so very close. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, my history and, uh, you know, uh, where I come from, I kind of came from the medical freedom movement. I also have a, a vaccine injured child that um, I was the parent who couldn't believe it was the vaccine and, and the mother drugged me uh, kicking and screaming until I saw the data. And there's just never been any double blind placebo studies on any of the childhood vaccines. And, uh, you know, there's no liability for anything on the childhood vaccination schedule. And so when, when COVID happened, people in, in our movement were some of the first to say, you know, something's not right here. Something's not right about what's going on. And so I, I remember like when this was happening, I was calling Scott on my lunch breaks, one of the only people I know that could relate to me on a level and, and kind of knew that things were not right in the world. So eventually we just kept talking and we said, we got to do something. We got to get our voices out there. And that's how we started a podcast. Yeah. I, I do want to clarify one thing though. Uh, whenever I say I have a vaccine injured child, I, I have a vaccine injured child that we have healed because what the medical system won't tell you is that you can heal these things uh, that happen to our kids from these vaccines. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Scott. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You and, yeah. I have a mutual, you and I have a mutual friend, Nick Salt. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Nick? Shout out to Nick. What's up, brother? That's awesome. I love that man. I love yeah, that yeah. Man. yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, so Ed kind of like talked about the genesis of the show and that's kind of like this was born out of COVID. You know, I'd spent years up before that, you know, looking into just things like, you know, government corruption, false flags, you know, just all these sorts of things that, you know, kind of as soon as the COVID thing popped off, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. You know what I mean? And so this is what I, they've been discussing that anyway. So and then that's that, through our conversations, Ed and I, you know, we're like, we got to get our voices out there. We got to start this. We didn't know where we were going to do. We just started this just shouting into the abyss and it's turned into quite a journey, man. We've spent the last year just talking to doctors and scientists and attorneys and journalists and researchers and just trying to get to the bottom of what's going on in the world. All right over now. the world. Yeah, all, all over the world. world. Yeah, yeah. All over the yeah. country. Scott, you're just a, you're amazing a former people. drug and alcohol counselor. Correct. Former. So, uh, yeah. So drug and alcohol counselor by trade. Uh, I was working, you know, I've been, I've been talking a lot about my situation. I haven't really named names so far, but I, but I feel like, you know, right here, I, this is the great venue. You know, up until now we've kind of like tried to minimize our local exposure here in Eugene more so just to keep, you know, just to make sure I didn't jeopardize my job. And so now I'm like, whatever, dude. But, um, you know, as soon as the vaccine, uh, mandates started rolling out here in the state of Oregon, you know, my, the agency I worked for, I'll just say it's Willamette Family, Willamette Family Treatment Services here in Eugene. They they made the proclamation that they were going to be following that to a T, but they did leave some room open for medic, uh, religious exemptions, right? So that was in the language of what, as, this is before the policy kind of came to, to fruition, you know? So I put out these agency-wide emails saying like, hey, look, I'm very involved in the medical freedom movement. If you need any help uh, or guidance, filling out religious exemptions, I know a lot of doctors, a lot of lawyers, you know, help like reach out to me and I can help you with that. And there, there were, I had a lot of people that reached out to me Certainly. and they said, oh my God, I'm so scared. I had no idea that there was anybody else in this agency that, that felt the same way I did because the messaging we were hearing all day long was just like, you need to do this or you're a horrible, it was just insane. So after that, I feel like I became a target. And, uh, you know, from after talking to the employment agency, their side of the story is that basically they found some malware on my computer or something like that. And that's the reason why they discharged me. And so I feel like I was just targeted and retaliated against for standing up for my religious philosophical beliefs regarding this. And so, um, the other thing that I would like to just say, in addition to that, is uh, you know, so Willamette family. Up until I just found out that they reneged and backtracked on this, but up for the last like month or so, they did institute a policy where they were also only going to accept patients who had been uh, who had received the shots, received the the COVID vaccine. So 
to me, that's just that's opening up a can of worms, like you alluded to it in your introduction as well. Like that's just it's just you know startling. Yeah. Somebody, I saw a lady's comment, and let's just have a so I, I want you to tell me what a truthzilla is really about and that kind of yeah. thing too. But but I, this lady's comment, I thought it was really interesting. She says, "So two people go to the hospital, and if it gets to this point, yeah, I've heard in some places it is, but they're not talking about it. But if it gets to the point where the backs are treated and the non-backs are not treated, she mm -hmm. says, so." When someone gets goes on a bike ride and they don't wear a helmet and they get in an accident, do we do we not treat them because they did something stupid or that was that that is you know was illegal actually if you're over 16? Do does somebody who's got diabetes and bad heart and stuff from their, their lifestyle and stuff do we go in and say, well, we're going to treat the healthy person, not you? That's how. Yeah. I mean, and yet for some reason people don't see it the same way with this. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm really not anti-vax. So what bothers me is that the government. And people are shaming people for mm -hmm. not thinking yes. the same way. And then they're taking it and saying, Rick Dancer, how many people have you killed? Well, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When in life have we ever had, I mean, how many people did I accidentally kill when I had the flu and went to the gym and didn't know I had the flu? I don't know. Yeah. But we're actually making that something. I, I mean, that is just, to me, that is the scariest, not, not scary, but that is, that's a, that's a red flag. That's yeah. a huge because when all of a sudden is it gray men over 65? Well, you know, dancer 65. What the fuck? We're not going to treat yeah. him. Let him yeah. die. Yeah. You know, who gives yeah. a shit? He's almost yeah. dead anyway. We didn't like him. You know, I mean, all of a sudden you're picking people out. So is that kind of your, what you guys are trying to get the message out that that just for people to be talking about this? What, what What's Truthzilla? No, okay. I think, I mean, the, the mainstream narrative is very clear to everyone, right? Yeah. And anything that is not in the mainstream is censored at a level right now that, I mean, you're canceled and you're censored all over the place. So, so we're trying to bring the other side of the story and, and yeah. ask the right questions, really. I yeah. mean, there's so many unanswered questions for what's going on right now. I mean, you say that they're doing that, but you know, the FDA just uh, voted 16 to two to not approve the, the booster, right? And there was eight hours of testimony of, of experts saying that, that this thing is possibly killing more people than it's saving. Following two FDA officials who stepped down. In yeah, I mean, too. There, there is a whole side and the, the media is just spinning it. And, and so much of this stuff comes down to st statistics, right? They, they, they give you statistics, but if you don't know how many people die in your community, and when they say this many people died, you have no idea if they just make it sound really bad, right? Mm -hmm. So so we're trying to, to, to compile the information and get a clearer look at what's going on. And a lot of that is... We're just talking to the other side, to the doctors that are being censored, yeah. right? To the lawyers. Yeah. And that's really the biggest thing. And Rick, you know, I know you've experienced this too. That's just like the uh, the only way that this narrative and this this agenda has been able to get pushed as far as it has is literally because of censorship. You know, why, why can't we have communication? Why can't we have like open forums of discussion? Why is it criminal for me to present alternative ideas that are literally based in science and facts? Like we, we talk, we bring peer reviewed studies. We, we bring on doctors and experts from all over the world onto the show to talk about this stuff, but somehow that's not even worth regarding, you know? And, and to me, I don't know, this other side that, that's being pushed on the mainstream media, the second you go one layer below it, the whole thing falls apart. Mm -hmm. And that's why they, they can't withstand scrutiny. And that's why, you know, that's why the censorship. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, and I think for me, what I've seen that's really interesting is people um, just labeling and trying, trying to put me in a, you know, they, 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 they've known me for years and all of a sudden I'm going, why are we asking questions? Which is the same thing I did when I worked on the news. But mm -hmm. now all of a sudden I'm not asking the same questions that the news is asking. I'm asking yeah. the questions that the news people used to ask, but now the news yep. people just suck up and follow along. And yep. it's like, I am not going to do that. And why, I just always want to say, why are you so afraid of people asking questions like this? That makes yeah. no sense to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's anti-science right there. That's anti-science is right. by science us taking is all about asking questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no such thing as a science is settled. As soon as the science is settled, we need to challenge and, and to, to further innovate. And, uh, well, if you're asking questions, the entire bot science behind all of this falls apart. If you're asking questions, you're finding out about alternative treatments. You're finding out about the survival rate. You're finding out about how that, you know, asymptomatic spread is absolutely made up a uh, term that they've just come up with since this pandemic. Yeah. You know, when you really start to look into it, you see that every single thing that they're trying to do to shape and mold literally the culture of the planet all really has to fall underneath this particular guide um, in order for it to play out the way that they want. And so it's, it's very, very dangerous for that side, for the people in power, for those in control, for those, the tyrannical mandates that, you know, we see what's happening in Australia, you know, we're all affected in Lane County, but we're seeing this play out in other parts of the world. Also, we all have friends in other countries that are experiencing this much more severely than we are. And we see how it's progressing. They can't risk letting the truth be out there. They can't risk us having open discord and dialogue on, you know, main channels. That's why we're all taken down all of the time, because it's like Scott says, the second you start to look into any bit of research that's not from mainstream media, the second you listen to a, a doctor or a lawyer or an epidemiologist, the entire thing is absolutely garbage. And that takes away the power. They can't have people knowing that there's an alternative because that cannot further the agenda that we're all the same. We all think the same. We're all treated the same. We're all given the same exact. I mean, this is, we see it kind of being pushed, this kind of, you know, communism, kind of a little bit of fascism. Like we're seeing the way that this is going. We're seeing the comments that come from people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of us are anti-vax. Some of us are not anti-vax. We're anti-mandate. But I think that we can all really agree that what we're for is sovereignty, that people should have the right 100%. to choose regardless 100%. of what this, you know, bigger agenda is as human beings, as sovereign human beings beings as beings that were created, we have the supreme authority over our body to say what goes in it or what we choose to interact with. And that's what they're trying to strip. Right. So Ryan wants to know, can you lend us an idea as to why you think they're pushing it so hard? What's the government's reason? And I think you said that in there, but maybe just to, so he knows his questions when answered. So you want to take that uh, one? You want I'll, to I'll take it. it. Okay. Sure. Sure. Right. I mean, I mean, I'll lend my obviously the, well. the vaccine leads, leads to the mandate, leads to uh, leads to the passport. The passport leads to the digital ID that has every, all of your information on it. Yes. And and once they have that, you know, um, it's social it's central credit. bank digital currencies. Yeah. It's social a credit social score. credit social score. Credit score you know, is where I this mean, is if going. You look, I mean, social credit score they have in China. Uh, if you look at Australia right now, you I mean, you have your phone with your facial recognition software. You go into if you go into the supermarket, you have to scan. And then if if there's a case. If there's a case at that supermarket, anyone who is there that hour gets quarantined. If the, the police call you and if, if you don't uh, show your facial recognition on your phone in 15 minutes, then they come to your house. Right. This is the world. It is complete lockdown of everything. And I, but it's it not about crazy. a virus. It sounds crazy mm -hmm. if, if you but it's it's literally all the pieces are there across the world right now as as we know it. If you look at like lockstep, event two or one, yeah, the spars, yeah, if yeah. you look at MK Ultra, if you look at the public school indoctrination, really, if you start to dig and you look at Bill Gates, look at how everything is funded. If you look at the Council of Foreign Relations, the World Health Organization, you're looking at the CDC, all of these players, they're all back and forth, back and forth. They're all the same the players. Reset, always. Yeah. And so this mm -hmm. is really, uh, to me, it's yeah. very, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual woman. Um, I would say that this is very end times to me in terms of revelation. I think we're looking at a really big push for a literal new world order, one world government, yeah. one world religion, everybody treated the same. And this is the beginning steps to that. Yeah, sort of like a corporate world government. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead, Rick. I, 
I've so why is it why is it important <clears throat> that people are heard? Because I mean, I'm yeah. looking on here, and I can do a show on something else, <clears throat> and I'll get a few comments. This is just pounding with comments. I'm awesome! Can't wait to go see. But I yeah. like having all you guys in here. We can see what you're doing. But <clears throat> you know, and I, I have to admit to you, I'm sitting here while you're talking, going, "Uh oh, is this going to be strike two? No, yeah, 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 no. Hey, go, welcome to our world. Welcome yeah, to our world. You, go, yes. you know, I mean, I think it's it's getting so bad that why, why is it so? You know, and I understand there's a lot of reasons why people don't want to talk, but I guess I'm really confused as to some of my good friends um, who aren't now, <clears throat> but are really smart people. But I don't understand why. You know, they I, I, they've done a really good job of um, the culture has done a great job of pushing that. It, it, the mask is about other people. You're, you're killing mm -hmm. other people. If you don't do that, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff rather than, you know, what would happen? And I've said this before, what would happen if the, the leaders of our country said, okay, you know, we've given out some, you know, we understand the information we've given out is inconsistent. I yeah. mean, to say the least, yeah. and we haven't been clear on all this science changes We're you know, we've made some good decisions and some bad decisions. Here's what, here's what we want to do. We want you. We think you should wear masks. We think you should stop overeating. We think you should get your diabetes under control. We think you should because we've never heard anything about those things. We I think mean, everybody should be supplementing vitamin D, C, doing some of those things to get exercise programs. We want you out, you know, in masks when you can. We think you should mask. And but you know what we're going to do? We're not going to mandate this. We're going to ask you as human beings to do what you feel is the best thing that you can do. And then we're going to ask you not to judge your brother and sister for, for making a choice that may not be yours, but that's the best that we know right now. I think you would have so much more buy-in oh, yeah. than mm -hmm. you have now because a hammer is never leading. A yes. hand leads, a hammer does not lead. And that's, I think that's the big mistake they've made because it worked for a while and you got culture on here and then all the media behind it. But all these people are coming up going, have you guys ever seen that Wendy's commercial? I put it on my show a little while ago. It's from a long time ago. It's a big hole and all these people are running and jumping into the hole. And it's about eating the same dry hamburger from McDonald's. Oh, and, man. Going, and then this guy has a Wendy's little hair, you know, little doll hair. And he's going, wait a minute. Why can't I have a juicy burger? And mm -hmm. all, all people are continuing to run in the hole. And then he turns around and other people go, yeah. And they all start turning and walking against the crowd. I think that's what's happening right now in culture. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Small pods of people that are going, you guys, I, it doesn't make sense. There's something that doesn't make sense here. Well, they're trying to make sure that we don't remember that our immune systems are designed to do something. They want us to forget that 99, over 99% survival rate means just that. They want us to uh, not be well and not be taking vitamin D and all of these things that keep us strong because keeping us strong and keeping us well does not pay them. And we all know that there are very, very, very deep pockets. This is a huge, huge deal. I mean, we mm -hmm. know that, uh, you know, there are no uh, liability, as you know, Ed mentioned, there's no liability for um, vaccine manufacturers of any kind. Nobody takes the fall when people get hurt, when they die, when they're sick, when they're disabled. Um, it's, it's quite the thing. And so to have people be healthy, to have people be well of cancer, I and mean, we know for sure that there's all kinds of therapies and things that aren't necessarily practiced in this country, it's not allowed, but there's all kinds of 
things that they keep hidden from us. This is not just during this situation, but all along, pharma, the health officials, they tend to lean towards these chemical-based or these you know, drug-based treatments, and that's all they are. We're treating symptoms. We're not getting people better. They really do try to make sure people are disempowered from being better because if we're better, we don't need them. And I would just kind of... Further, I just want to expand a little bit. Just, um, you know, uh, one of the, the doctors we had on our show is uh, right out of Portland here, uh, Dr. Henry Ely. Oh, yeah. He, he did a paper on willful misconduct, and he's actually suing the uh, CDC and the FDA right now. He's uh, one of the main people behind that. But um, but he he went on to, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was oh, Henry well, Ely. Henry Ely, Dr. Henry okay. Ely. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to willful misconduct. Yeah. What's that? I said, welcome to 62. It happens to me every yeah, minute. Totally. But, you know, he, one of the things, if, if you look at uh, like the, the asymptomatic spread, like, mm -hmm. like he pointed out that there was a, a study of almost 10 million mm -hmm. uh, people in China yeah. and there was literally zero cases of asymptomatic spread. Right. So it's been disproven. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's just a whole lot that, and that oh, what I was getting at before was that um, he, when, when COVID started, he was reaching out to the Oregon health authority to, to offer to, to help. He said, let's, we know that vitamin D, that most of these people that are dying are vitamin D deficient. Mm -hmm. Most of them, like it's something like five to one. So what if we start putting out some, some word to the people to like, you know, take your vitamin D, take, take your uh, zinc, you know, take some of the things that will help you go outside Get and walk. sunshine, yeah. right? Like, like there's, he, it, they said they would get back to him and they just never got back to him. Right. Mm -hmm. They just, they just stonewalled him at some point. And that's why he had to come out and say, they, they don't want to help us in that way. Mm -hmm. There's, there's only one way. Yep. And that's and that's the don't, yep. don't you find it kind of weird too that like, okay, so we know, you know, that, that we, you know, and, and, and I'm not anti-mask. It's like, but we came out with the mask thing. We came out with social distancing. We came out with don't get in large groups, but never, it was like crickets when it came to who's dying of this people with morbidities, mm -hmm. yep. what are those morbidities? most of them are health related. So okay. where was the campaign that came out and said, hi, I'm Rick Dancer. If you want to do the best thing you can to prevent COVID, you need to stop eating at fast food restaurants. You need yes. to stop eating shit. You need to start <laughs> um, taking vitamin D when you yep. live in the Pacific Northwest because you are not getting even close to what you have. You should be right. taking vitamin C every day. And then yep. try walking around the block today and tomorrow do two blocks and then yep. do a mile. And yes. I mean, all those kind of campaigns to get us healthy, that's the preventative thing that would have probably saved more people than, but you know, it's like America, we hide, you know, instead of doing the hard thing, which is mm -hmm. changing your lifestyle, we just put on a new outfit or cover something up or stay away from something, you know, we, and, and we didn't do the hard thing. And it's so culturally, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know. Oh, I don't want to go there, but I should. I don't know if I should do that or not. Oh, oh man. Well, we, we have, have a high death hand. rate in, in just, uh, this just, country. Let's Let, just say you're a God-fearing man, okay, or woman. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's almost like like um, God's just going, oh, you guys want to do you? Oh, go for it. Do what you, do what you want to do. I, I've got answers here, but you guys just want to do what you want to do. I think sometimes <laughs> I feel like that's it's this thing where, and not in a rudeness and a cruelness, but out of just – it's just, it's just insanity. And I, I want to give the people back their power. Is that kind of yeah. what Truthzilla is about? Yes, absolutely. 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 So, so that's, that's basically when we first started, you know, the idea was that we wanted to present information that maybe people hadn't heard of certain like thing, like conspiracy facts. Things are absolutely true. Like in 1999, for example, the U S government was found guilty in a conspiracy to, to assassinate Martin Luther King Jr. Things like that, that are just like to hopefully red pill people and kind of drag them along and say, hey, wake up guys, there's something a lot bigger going on than what, than what, than what we're being presented. 
it started off with that, just presenting facts, truth, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of eventually evolved into this place now where we want to empower people. We want to empower people. Yes, and some of the things that we've done here in our local community is we started a Freedom Cell. So Derek Bros, John Bush, the Freedom Cells movement, freedomcells.org. It's a very, it's an amazing thing that's just basically all about voluntarism and building alternative institutions outside of like state dependence. We're trying to disconnect from the state and basically create alternative institutions. You know, we, we put together a whole music festival, a whole festival, truth festival uh, earlier this summer. You know what I mean? That people from all over the Northwest came and attended, you know what I mean? It's like, then we, yeah, we had speakers, music, the whole thing. And so right now we are building this community locally and worldwide through the show and we're empowering people and trying to spread the word to them. Hey, there's things you can do in your community there. You can start a freedom cell. Like, one of the biggest things for us is that we started in Portland because uh, Portland's got a pretty big freedom cell community up there and we didn't have anything like that down here. And so we we went up and visited them and then we're like, okay, and we just started our own down here. So anybody out there in the world listening, if you don't have one in your community, go ahead and reach out, go, go ahead and start one. If you want to get involved in our freedom cell, uh, email me at truthzilla at uh, ProtonMail and we'll get you plugged Truth, in. Truthzilla yeah. at, at ProtonMail.com. Yeah. I think the whole idea behind giving this information is really that we just want people to feel empowered because I think most people, I know before I started podcasting, I didn't even know about podcasts. I didn't mm -hmm. understand there was another way to get information. It seems like what comes to the TV or what comes to your phone and your feed, that's what it is. And that's not the truth. And in fact, that's often far from the truth. And at least the truth is very, very obscured and you're getting partial things. We want people to feel empowered to have a decision to make. And that's the mm -hmm. part of sovereignty. When you don't have other options and you feel that you don't, you're not able to make a decision. People need to be given options. People need to be given information. We're all different. We all live our lives different. Physiologically, we're all different. Information needs to be there for people to look into on their own and decide what is best for them and their families. And that's what we strive to do. And another thing too, I got to say is that, you know, so much of what we're seeing is just fear. It's just so much fear. And I feel sorry for a lot of these folks, you know, because they're just scared. They're fearful. You know, a lot of folks that are bought into what's going on, the, the full mainstream narrative, you know, they're, they're scared, you know, but once you understand the truth and you start to understand some of these intricacies, like some of like the fact that like the pharmaceutical industry owns our government, they're by far and away the biggest lobbying group in Washington. Um, they pay and the for media. The, yeah, and the, they pay for the majority of the salary on, on, on the mainstream media. When you look at the conflicts of interest, like a guy named James C. Smith, he's on the board of directors of both Pfizer and Reuters. The, one of the main fact checkers, you know, the conflicts of interest between the regulatory agencies, the government, the media, the pharmaceutical companies are just off the charts. Blatant. Once you start to understand some of these things, then you're, you can see it for what it is. And then you're no longer scared. So the right. truth is what alleviates a lot of the fear. Absolutely. Well, isn't there this line somewhere I read um, that the truth will set you free? <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. So That's it. We, we live in a world that right now is just scared to death. I will actually, no, I'm, I'm going to take that back. A lot of people feel you, coerced. If you get outside of the metropolitan areas, mm -hmm. um, people aren't scared. Nope. Totally. Nope. No, um, they, because they don't have time to be, they have cattle and, uh, and farms to run and all this kind of stuff. But and here we, and it gets so, I think, you know, here would be kind of an interesting thing for you. First, can somebody put in, I know you guys have, I want some, one of my viewers, would you guys put in their website or their pod, how they find the podcast? People are yeah, out here. We're, like, we're, on, we're on truthzilla.org. Um, truthzilla.org is our website. We're on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, uh, the main spot where our videos are, cause we don't do YouTube. Like we, we, every well, we now do and then, have YouTube, we do but, have YouTube, but they we don't pull upload us down. our videos very much on there. So what you're going to want to do, we, our main platform where we could do the majority of our content is on Rockfin. Rockfin is an amazing website. R O K F I N.com forward slash truthzilla. 
and uh, they, they're they're friends of the movement. They're an awesome censorship-free video platform. We're also so on Odyssey. I'm in the process of trying to get on there, but they're checking me out really heavily. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's really I, interesting because they're like really asking me a bunch of questions. They do that to yeah. everybody. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they kinda, bet they you kinda, pretty hard. They kind of screen. If you need any help with that, I I, I can help you with that for sure. Yep. But, would yeah. You, yeah, would you? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I want I'll shoot him an email. Yeah, let's talk out off off air. But like, uh, okay. Rockfin, we're also on BitChute, Odyssey, you know, all that good stuff. Rumble. So, yeah. And you guys, um, Jen is this right here, Jen Graves is a friend of mine. She's really awesome. involved in this in Idaho. And cool. um, Jen just said, I want to know how to do a podcast. Jen, I'll tell you what, yeah. you, know easy, you know how easy it is, sweetheart? Yeah. This is going to be a podcast. So I have a place I can go to. I just take this whole video. I stick it in it. In 35 seconds, it transfers all the audio and puts it out on Spotify, all those different channels. And it, yeah. I, I will do that tonight before I leave. I do that every night. And so this will be on a podcast. I have one too, but I um, visually it's, I'm, I'm more like this kind of stuff, but yeah. so you guys, it, what, it, what would you, um, I mean, let's be, here's like, I think to take a real positive stand here, what yes. are some things people can do? Cause I think a lot of times people go, you know, okay, there's information, but how would mm -hmm. I know it's not a crackpot or a conspiracy yeah. theorist, or yeah. maybe if we offered some things like, okay, so number one is do not be afraid. I mean, yes, the virus is real and people do get yeah. real sick and people sure. do die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But look at the facts of how many people are dying and how many people are surviving. Yeah. They're right totally. on the CDC page. So stuff like that, Megan, are you guys, so offer, I want to hear what you have. They hear me say this all the time. I'm hammering people with it, but sure. I mean, I'll, I'll jump right in. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I mean, I've always said like, so, so the, the world economic forum and, uh, the great reset there, you know, they're telling us, you know, that we need this, this great reset. What I always say is instead of, uh, bring what's the slogan? Build back, build back better. Build back Instead better. of build back better, we always say build your own better. Yeah, yeah. and and that's that's really what it's been about. I I feel like the the three of us have been living our best life over the last year yeah. and a half since Absolutely. we've been recording this podcast and just uh, meeting like minded people. I mean, a lot of it is is uh, find the people that that know what's up. That find the people like minded people. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I mean, we're all we all have gardens now, mm -hmm. you know, we're all doing things outside of the system. We're trying, you know, we all have crypto, yeah. right? We're yeah. finding we're alternative and looking into alternative schooling for our children. Yep. Yep. Alternative um, schooling for our kids. You like know. Alternative institutions. Yes. Any, anything you do nowadays, just in the moment to, to, to distance yourself from, because this is not meant to end. This is not meant to end. If you look at some of the investments that are being made into this new biosecurity state, you know, if you look at some of like, like an organization like InQtel, for example, go to IQT.org or .gov or whatever it is. They're they're pouring so much trillion, so many trillions of dollars into this. It's not meant to end. It's never going away. So what we need to do is we need to distance ourselves from the government, from state dependence, and and grow your own food, and learn how to and join a freedom cell, and build community, and build trust amongst your neighbors. And there's things so you can do today. It's it's not um, it's not I, one of the things that people say all the time. I I, I really I'm going to say this. I'm going to look over at all three of you because I want to watch your face when I say this. Okay. The new normal. <laughs> yeah. It's not, oh, yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah. But, but you know what? We were had we were doing a show last night, which is really interesting. Megan, you made this amazing point where it's like we need to redefine what victory means in in terms of this battle, right? And yes. and and so 
you know, this has brought to light so many things about the old world that are just broken and, and we don't want to go back to that. So that's why this is such an amazing opportunity for us that we can exactly. build. We exactly. like, I I've been motivated to do things in my life. These last, this last year, I've, I've never would have put on a freedom festival if it wasn't for having my freedom taken away from me. You know what I mean? This has forced me into action and forced me to take the reins and to do things. I then just be brave and do things I'd never would have done before. See, don't you think that this is a, this is not a bad thing. It's an opportunity no. for change. Great opportunity. We're and building the new world, our new world. If there is someone who's orchestrating this world and, yeah. and the, what I call my executive producer, yeah. um, then if we're listening and we're, and we're being smart, uh, we can move through this and you, and don't be afraid. I mean, um, you know, just, I think some people on my show know uh, my wife and I are, our house is for sale and we're moving to Montana. Okay. Um, right on. I'm still going to do my show. We're still going to do this. In fact, in the midst of that, the plan was just to move and do the show. Now it's turned into moving. And I've got an investor that came to me and said, I want to make this bigger. Good. So I'm hiring more people. It's going to get bigger. It's going to include Oregon, Montana, Idaho. And we're going to look at all the different issues. And it could be a collective of people finding out different ways to live, different ways to do yeah. things, how, awesome. how life works. And that Absolutely. was not my plan. But inside of me, it gets I get kind of tingly when I think about that. Because totally. I'm like, oh, my God. So I have to leave in order to be part of what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's an opportunity for all of us to change. Um, yep. you know, it is. It's, it's very empowering. And so you you spoke of hope. I think that um, a lot of us used to spend our time looking at our phones and doing whatever, Candy Crush or whatever people do, right? Thumbing yeah, face. Not me. Yeah, I didn't no, do it. Yeah, Don't I know, laugh. I know, okay. I know, I'm not laughing. I'm just like, you're right. <laughs> but um, I feel like, you know, it's like you say, there's a lot of information. A lot of it can be overwhelming and that's true. But it's it really isn't hard. You know, I always say the truth looks and sounds and tastes and smells like the truth. And anybody with any level of discernment can pick up their phone and kind of Google something. And I think one of the first things we can do for empowerment and to free ourselves to feel at peace and to really arrest that fear is, is like you say, taking charge of our actual health, being really super mindful. And I know it's, I'm just saying it, but I, I actually am living it too, you know, and it's, it's not overnight, but when we put the things into our bodies that they, that it needs, when we remember that, you know, we don't, we don't inject health. Mm -hmm. um, that's not how that works. And so we can create a terrain that is very, very healthy. We can um, help to beef up things that maybe are, are failing. You know, a lot, there's diabetes, there's heart disease, all of this comes from diet, lifestyle. These are things that are rather easily corrected. It's just not without any effort. But right. the hope there, the truth is a lot of us are seeing the truth. A lot of us have seen where the medical community maybe once told someone with heart disease or diabetes that there was going to be medication for the rest of their lives and that was going to be it for them. And then this whole thing happened. They're going, wait, 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 wait. This is just getting worse and worse and worse for me. What can I do? And people are really waking up to that. And everyone that we connect with, it seems like we're all at different levels of right. really taking that personal responsibility the doing the exercise, the taking the vitamins, taking the supplements. But I would say that a huge, huge thing, probably the biggest thing on top of it all is the community. Mm -hmm. We have to have yep. fellowship with each other. That is the biggest psyop that was committed. I know that the, the vaccine and all of the politics and everything else, but really what's happened is they've tried to strip us away from each other. They've tried to even take us away from our families. Oh, That's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. yeah. That You guys are making me feel really good tonight. <laughs> good. <laughs> A lot of people are coming on here saying the same thing, but here's what I want. I'm leaving Jim's up here because Jim, I don't know where you got that, but Jim true, of course, you know, that, how could yeah. you not come up with this? That is the most profound thing I have seen. The yep. truth does not mind being questioned. A lie doesn't like being challenged. It's exactly. so true. Oh, Every true. time. I don't know you, but I'm in love with your, your mind. Um, it's true. That is profound. And I'm going to write one down here. I just thought of, because I think people have to remember this. Um, you don't run from something. You run to something. Right. Yeah. 
So you don't want to be running away. I'm not running away from Oregon. You are you are going to run, but you sometimes you have to move in yeah. order to find what the to thing seek is. the life that's for it's, you. It's kind of like it's kind of yeah. like another. Uh, I saw a comment come by earlier that you know they said you know do we have any people like politicians or people that we bring on to discuss like you know the political solution to this? And it's like I don't know. Like it's like I don't know about fighting this head on. I don't. I'm, I'm kind of like we go to all the we, dude. I go to all the freedom rallies with my bullhorn. You know we're we're out there doing it, but at the same time it's like how much energy are we investing in fighting this thing? And we could be investing that energy in building our own thing. You know? We're and fighting a corruption that yeah. uh, I don't think any of us ever could have possibly imagined. And I think that really it's the whole yeah. idea that we, we've been kind of brainwashed and we've lived all of our lives, all of us sitting here um, kind of as unknowing slaves to this system. We didn't know any better. And this whole thing was the opportunity for us to see, hey, there is a different way. We just didn't come up in that way. And there are better ways to do things. And there's a different way of life for our kids that they can go and they yeah. can thrive and they can still be well. We can offer them victories and, and a future that maybe we didn't have before this. It's just going to be different. But you know what? It's going to be much better because it's going to be made with intention and the love and the fellowship of those of us that see what's going on and are trying to build community in that way for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Man, um, I'm just going to address one of our comments. I'm running from you, Rick. <laughs> You're all brainwashed slaves, Van, and you, oh. only have, and you only have one name. So guess what that makes you? A big <laughs> troll. Mm -hmm. You don't even have the balls to put your real name on there. And you're going to come on here and call me names and tell everybody yeah, else. Love it. But you don't have the guts to put your name on there. Yeah, Why and I'll tell you this. You people that do this, you put you, you have Van. Yeah. yeah, I have hey, my It's Rick Dancer. And what Rick Dancer says is what Rick Dancer means. Yes. And I can have my own little fake page too and then go around and just jump in people's living rooms and make little rude comments to them. But guess what? I don't give a shit. So <laughs> you, you, will be, yes. you don't get to be here. She's brainwashed, not me. Amen. I just... You know what's great though? You know what's great? What's funny is God. This isn't your place. You don't need That's it. This message isn't for everybody. Yeah, there are some people who are never going to have the, be able to see past under the veil. They're not going to, they yeah. don't have the discernment. There are some, and frankly, there are a lot of people who don't want to see it. Yep. And the, so it's not for everybody. Not everybody's going to end up in the same place on the other side of all of us. And I think that's okay too, but it's important to keep yeah. um, the facts. It's like you say, we stand behind what we say. If we learn something um, better, then we report better. But yeah. we're always, always striving to always. Always, you know, be careful about uh, who we're talking to, the, the research, the information where it's coming. And we've had incredible, incredible doctors, um, yeah. you know, like I say, epidemiologists and yeah. all of these uh, lawyers and local lawyers. It's, it's just really incredible. We've also had nurses. We've had whistleblowers. We've had parents. Yeah. Um, it's really, teachers, really powerful yeah. teachers. Yeah, there's there's a whole. And I think that one of the things, too, that's helpful is I think that the, the mainstream media tends to make us feel like we're very alone in this because of the censorship. You know, we try to post something. We try to say something. It gets taken down. It's hard to connect, and it's and it's hard, especially when they kept us locked in our houses. They took our kids out of school. They kind of just had CNN sort of being shoved down our faces. Um, but I, I think that uh, we can really be hopeful and know that there is like this whole other side, this whole other paradigm, and we're not arrested to the fear. And and really, 
in regards to the fear too, all along, they can tell you for the full first year we did this, I cried at almost the beginning of every one of these. I felt very nervous behind this microphone. It's really, really, and I had a whole lot of hate coming at me. We had a lot of, uh, I was being called horrible things in my neighborhood. I had a family that was targeting my kids because of the things that I say on this platform that are my truth. Um, it, it, it really was hard um, for a little while, but the truth of the matter is that we, um, we all have seen really beautiful things, a lot of fellowship, a lot of really positive things come out of all of this. And that includes taking responsibility for our health. And I will say the, the part of sitting in front of this microphone or what anybody's doing out there in the communities, you know, they want us to be distanced. They want us not to talk. They want us not to collect. They want mm -hmm. us to feel demoralized. And so the way that we win that is that we don't feel demoralized and we do talk about these things and we do get together and we spread the truth because there's something more for us. Mm -hmm. There's something more for us. And it's not easy. Bravery doesn't come because you're not scared. Bravery always shines the brightest when you're afraid. That's yep. how you know that it was courageous. Yep, right. And totally. I was reading the definition of courageous, and I can't remember what it was, but it was profound. Yeah. It's not It's not what people normally think of. So yes. Let's, I'm going to finish with this. And okay. you guys, all three, I want your opinions. Because Matt asked yes. a really great question. He's a pretty smart guy most of the time. Sometimes okay. I question <laughs> Matt, I love you, and you know that. Um, so now that what's the next step outside what's of the, the podcast step? and sending emails, we're not trying to start a movement. What we're trying yeah. to do is get people to, to, to understand. I, to me, I think it's really in your own heart and soul, understanding one, you're not alone Two, mm -hmm. you, you, you're not hopeless. Three, you can be brave. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Can. Everybody yeah. has it in them. And what I get all the time, I had 11 people at Winco the other day, walk up to me and look around. And then they walked up and they just said, thank you. Forgive yes. me. Yeah. Thank you for giving us. me a voice. Yep. And I thought, and I was so honored, but I also thought how sad. I don't want to be your voice. I want you to have your own voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what I hope people would do is understand that, yes, in the beginning, you're going to get vans. Um, but yeah. man has been blocked now, so he can't play here anymore. Uh, I was, was going to invite him on the show. That's the other thing. It's like we always, nobody ever takes that bait. I always offer invitations. Like you listen, you want to come on our show and and challenge me, challenge my ideas. You bring your science, I'll bring mine. We'll have a nice civilized discussion. Not once. They never do. They never ever. Right. Do. Well, I I just I've been in this so long. I don't put up with them anymore because yeah. it's, it's just totally. Normal. It's oh yeah, we do, like we, do block party. we do block parties. I know, I'm the usually the one jumping yeah, yeah. into our group message yeah, yeah. saying, okay, we gotta, we gotta do a block party. So I gave mine, so what do you guys, okay. just like kind of as a group, what are okay. some hopeful things people can do in their own lives? Just really, I think one, like you were talking about health-wise, maybe okay. a health thing, a spiritual thing, okay. and a real action-y thing too, or, or whatever I'll, you I'll do. I'll do an action-y thing, I'll do an action-y thing. So I feel like all of these different, so we're going into the winter, you know, one of the main things we're concerned about is what we call antibody-dependent enhancement, look into it, right? So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a crazy winter. Shit's gonna get crazy. Not only that, but there's all these other things that you're talking about, whether it's like uh, infrastructure going down, like cyber attacks, you know, like supply chain disruptions. All of these things lead to food insecurity. All of these different whatever agendas or, or, or possible outcomes that are going to happen this winter lead to food insecurity. I would say get food for your family. Like they say that every, uh, you know, military age male adult needs about 700, 750 pounds of food per year. I would say that that's a good thing to have. Uh, on hand for your for each one of your family members and water. Um, if you live in the city, water, water, water for sure. Um, just stockpile, just stockpile food. If you want resources about that, reach out to us too. 
Uh, we have friends on, up in Alsi, a little bit outside of Corvallis, called the Alsi Valley Gleaners. And in exchange for work trade, you actually get food. And 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 that's They're how that's how I was that's how I was family. able to stockpile, you know, all my food. You know, mm -hmm. I've got like months and months and months worth of probably a year's worth of food myself. And I would say that's a very good action item here going into the winter is just make sure you and your family have enough food in case something like the toilet paper situation happens again this year, but with food, you know. So. Right. Ed. Okay. Health, um, you know, I'll, I'll take the health. Uh, I mean, I would say, you know, I, I personally, I go to a gym that doesn't make me wear a mask. Shout um, out. And, uh, shout out to Core Fusion Fitness. Yes. Um, who's, it's a great place to go. And, uh, you know, that they, they will respect your right to wear one if you want. You might get a little shit talking. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, at the same time, you know, I mean, I I try to eat organic and, and clean. Um, I've recently started growing my own food, which is kind of coming to an end here, but I'm going to look into greenhouses and, and whatnot. Um, I'm also, I take a lot of vitamins. Um, I'm taking vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, NAC, uh, zinc. I'm trying to look at my- look TRS. At my we take heavy metal detox. That's yeah. a TRS, big one. Truth TRS, truthtrs.com. Yep, Learn about yep. heavy metal detox. Yep. Yeah. Um, Quercetin complex. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I would say, you know, do, do anything you can to keep yourself healthy. And I, I, Speaking for myself, I had COVID, right? And I'm here to to tell the story, right? And it was it was bad for about three days, but um, you know, after about a week, it was kicked, right? And and uh, and I'm fine, and and I don't want a vaccine, and I stand up for that. I shouldn't have to have a vaccine whether you had it or not. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right, Vegas, you finished. Megan, you're, uh, you're finished. Thought there. Well, I, I always go back to this. I really think it's important for people to stay connected. That's a really, really, really big thing. When our hearts and our minds and our spirits feel down, when we feel disconnected, that's a huge, huge hub for our immune system to get over. Energy is very contagious. Energy is very powerful. There's an awful lot of fear and an awful lot of hate and an awful lot of confusion out there. It's really, really important. Sit down with your family at the table. Eat intentionally. Prepare things intentionally. There's the way that we did things up till now that I was personally more casual about, like whatever, eat wherever, everyone does you know we all kind of we have a big family whatever doing intentional things creating bonds that they've tried to strip away connect with your extended family meet up at parks get together and have fellowship whatever that looks like for you and your family because that is healing to the spirit it's healing to the soul if you're a family that prays i really really recommend getting together and pray for one another um, these are all really important powerful things that keep our heart and our spirit elevated and we need to do that to keep ourselves above the fray above the fear and remember that healthy human beings we don't operate in chaos we don't operate in confusion and when we hold true to that and we seek the truths that align with that we will find ourselves clearer on the other side bam wow i wish well it's my show so i guess i can do what i want um yeah. no i feel really i you know what i you know what i kind of i mean i hate to get over um uh dramatic about this but i think you just answered something really big for me you know what I mean? Good. Wonderful. You, you're going to make a huge uh, change in your life. You kind of start questioning yourself. Mm -hmm. going, you know, what am I doing? Um, I, I hope this all works out. And my wife and I have never been more excited in our lives. Um, that doesn't mean we're not scared. Right. But it means we're super excited. And I've, I've kind of known that this is what I'm supposed to do. But now I kind of really know. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I think there's a bigger, there's something I'm going to get there. Like, you know how it always is this package. So uh, can I tell you something kind of funny? I mean, of course, who, who else? Yeah. Who else? What, what, what do I care? Um, so I had this dream a while ago and I told my audience about it once. Um, 
but it was like, so I was in a field and there was a white fence all around this huge field. And in the middle was this big group of people, angry, all stuck together, just fidgeting and anger, frustrated. And then there were these little pods of groups of people outside of that group, out closer to the edge near the fence. And then I was right at the fence and this big white horse with a long mane and blue eyes came up to the edge of the fence and it looked at me. It flipped its mane like that and started running off. And then it turned around and looked and I'm still standing there. It came back to the fence. It looked at me, it shook its head and ran off that direction like that again. And then I reached out and I touched the fence and there was no fence. Mm. Whoa. There you go. Wow. And what I took out of that was that was my creator telling me, you need to show people there's no fence. Yes. That's right. Yes. And I got a call from a woman because I thought this woman wrote me and she said, here's another thing that I think it might mean. She goes, you're the horse. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could be. And you're telling people you don't have to stay in there. Yeah. So mm -hmm. either way, it doesn't matter, but it's mine. Yes. And I don't know what that means in the big picture, but tonight I feel like something's been clarified for me. Like, you know, it's like, okay, I need to move. I need to get moving on what I'm, I need to get moving on moving. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah, this is, it, this is so interesting. I've mm -hmm. had those um, impressions on my heart lately. In fact, uh, I just wrote, I, I, we, there's a lot of us, we all share a house, but we own the house. And I was just having a discussion with somebody else today that, you know, we, we've talked about this all along and I've kind of just been waiting. We've been in a holding pattern. Do we move? Do we stay? What's it look like for our children? What do we want for them? There's a lot of things to consider, especially when there's a lot of people. Um, and then it really just yesterday and this morning, it was just so heavy on my heart that, you know, I was patient. I haven't felt afraid. I've been frustrated. I've definitely been frustrated, but not fearful. And I'm not fearful now, but all of a sudden I have this urgency on my heart that I feel that those are the mood. That's, that's the word on my heart. It's move. Not necessarily like, you know, you have to move out of Oregon, but wherever it is that I am, whatever it is, it's been on my heart that I know that I want to grow more food. I know that there are certain things I want to do with my kids that I can't do in the middle of the city. There are things that have been on my heart that I've kind of been lining up and looking into, and it's kind of just been sitting there and I've talked about it. And just in the last maybe 15 hours, I've just had this, you know, move. It's, it's time to get moving. Whatever that means for you, it's time to get doing it. And I feel like that there's a lot of that happening. So maybe that's the word that comes from this whole show. Cause I, I just have to say too, I've got all these people coming on here going, this is so profound. I'm freaking having goosebumps, no fear, no fence. Um, I'm freaking yes. out. Um, this is so weird. But I think if we wanted to wrap this all into one thing is it's move, move, move. That doesn't mean move out of Oregon for no. you. Mm -mm. That means move out of Oregon for me. That maybe means you move to the country. That maybe means somebody with with that's overweight and not doing anything get to the gym. Yes. Uh, yes. If you're if you're buying McDonald's and and you're in line right now and you're listening to this, stop. Yes. Turn around. Get out of the fucking line. Excuse my yes. language. And go no. get go to Northwest Burger. Well, you can have a hamburger, but at least we know where that that it's really a beef that it came from. Sure. I mean, so it's, it's each one of us just has to. It's it's. I think you know I an analogy here. I used to raise pigs with my kids. Mm -hmm. Pigs are super smart, mm -hmm. but they're obnoxious and they're a 280 pound animal with short legs. And when they stop moving, you can't push them and get them to go. So they have these boards with handles and you cover their eyes are on the side of their head. So you cover their eyes like this and you make them, you get them to walk. 
And then, so you're trying to get them in the trailer, but, they, but they're not going to the trailer, but you don't stop. So you, you're going all over your yard, but you keep them moving. You don't ever let the pig stop because if you do, you can't get him moving again. And I feel like that's what God does with me. Rick, I'm not going to show you where we're going, but you'll, don't stop. Yeah, you're going no. in the wrong direction. It's okay. But just yep. keep moving. And so yep. I think all those people out there, that if you're afraid to move, you just need to, if you make a mistake, you don't think you're going to figure it out. Oh my God. Of course you'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you guys, I am so excited for you and what you're doing. And it, and you have just like kind of lit a fire under my ass. Yes. That's wonderful. You That's good. Out, I feel, I feel it too. I've been yeah. feeling it a lot myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's something you said. Audience people are you guys that are seeing this. I hope you're doing something with that. Make your life. Mac McCarl's on here means get up and do something to make your life better. Take action. Take action. Make yes. your life meaningful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I think it's really important to understand. We don't have to have all the answers to, to to make these changes. We don't have to know. It's like you say, maybe God's moving you, but you don't have the destination. You don't have the final plan. But that doesn't matter because we're moving through that intuition. We're moving through that voice. We're moving through that influence. Um, and one of the things that you talked about is just the hopefulness. And one of the things that I ground myself with. The not a true story, but I'll, I'll try to quickly sum it up. And I think this is a really beautiful thought process to have. And it helps me when I'm trying to implement all of the enormity of everything that we're trying to do. Um, there was a mother and she had a young child, very young. And I don't know, maybe five or six years old. And she was trying, really, really wanted him to learn to play the piano so, so badly. And he was just screwing around and he wasn't interested. He's young. He doesn't care. Only thing he could do every time the piano teacher would come is he would sit and he would play chopstick. That's all he knew to do. And that's all he cared to do. And the mom thought in her heart, okay, well, I really want my son to be inspired. I want him to see a master play. Maybe if he sees a master play, then he'll be inspired. Maybe then he'll sit and do the work. So she took him to this grand symphony and this, you know, the grand piano is up on the stage and there's just the pin light coming down onto the grand piano and everyone's kind of hushed and waiting for the master to come out and play this beautiful piece. And she turns to speak to the couple next to her. And when she turns back to her horror, her young child is not sitting next to her any further. She looks and more to her horror, the child has now gotten access to the stage and is starting to try to get onto the tufted seat that is meant for the master to come out and play. People are yelling from the audience. They're booing, they're shouting. He's gonna ruin the performance. And the master back off stage, hears this. And he walks out and he leans over the child who is now furiously pounding chopsticks out <laughs> in this symphony hall and creating this awful, horrible noise and people are just pissed. They're really unhappy. And he leans down and he says to his ear, keep playing. He spreads his arm out around the little boy on either side and he proceeds to play the symphony around the child's choppy attempts at making something beautiful. And I think that the visual I have in my mind about that is often when we think about God, when we think about his presence in our lives or wherever our higher power might be to each of us, we need to understand that we don't always have all of the notes. We don't always know all of the symphony, but when we do what it is we can do at any time, if we're doing the most we can do with what we've got, those arms will come around and they will play that symphony out in our lives and we will see it continue mm -hmm. to play itself out there in that way. There you go. Hey, so do you guys, I turn, am I on? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, I had to turn my mic off. The train goes by and it's like, oh, geez. It's so, it's so annoying. Um, so, Jill, I want one of these. She says, I make vinyl, going to make a new shirt after this. No fear, no fence. Hashtag there go. go. There you go. Love it. If you Love do it. that, Jill, 
Um, men's large. I'll pay for it. Um, there you I, want, go. I want a good quality t-shirt because I don't like the boxy ones. I can't wear them. I know I'm being picky, but you know what? I will wear that shirt. And I think everybody, you should make up a ton of them yeah. and yeah. do that. You guys, um, I, I have to make this, I have to close this off because I can't yeah. on Instagram if it goes over an hour. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking yeah, with us awesome. tonight. This has so been a, such a treat. So people have come on here. Uh, Robin, you came on and said, Rick, can you recap this? No. <laughs> no. Go back and watch it. There's no way. You yeah. have to go back and watch the whole thing because there's no way. And I'm going to probably, you guys watch it on Facebook. I will keep it on my YouTube channel, but I'm going to privatize it so that they don't pull it off there. There you go. Um, and uh, so then you'll be able to find it on all the other stations and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, cool. you guys, thank you so much. And I wish you luck. How often Thanks, do you do your podcast? Is it once a uh, week? We usually, main episodes usually come out Sunday and then we usually do a midweek episode. It's so usually two episodes a week generally. And then we do a premium live stream generally some Friday, Thursday, Friday evenings. We'll probably do one right after this actually on yeah. Rockfin. So rockfin.com for the uh, oh, and, premium. And would you, let's get to uh, sometime maybe next week, you and I talk yeah. because maybe you can get me into Rockfin because I, totally. I, I, I'm in the process, but they kind yeah. of forgot. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, yep, yep, just hit me up and we'll make that happen. So Okay, all right. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right, you guys, thank you again. Thank, thank you. you very thank much, you, Rick. Rick. Have a good evening. You, guys, you too. Okay, people, was that the unexpected or what? Okay, I didn't know. That is not what I was planning for tonight. Oh, my God. That was awesome. I'm moving. I'm going to Montana. And I, I it's so funny. You know, it's so funny. I'm, uh, uh, I'll tell you, yeah, but I'm looking at a piece of property that I can do kind of an Airbnb for horse people. And I know nothing about horses. Um, but I called the planner yesterday in this town, this little town. And I said, so yeah, I'm looking at X plant, you know, S spot. And she says, Oh, I just live down the street from there. And I'm like, what, what are the chances that I'm calling? And, and I said, so what are the regulations and stuff that I have to do in order to do this? And she says, there aren't any, there are no regulations. I can go in and just do what I need to do. Is that my kind of place? <laughs> so anyway, I am, yeah, I'm excited for all of us. So what did we, you know, let's capsulize this thing. Move. God, move. Don't let them hold you back. Don't let you hold you back. I don't know about you, but I hold me back more than anybody else. I get scared. And I know you guys think I'm super brave, but I do get scared. And I wonder if, you know, something's going to take it away. But I got to trust my executive producer that he's on he's on board with this whole thing and I'm doing the right thing. Um, and, and, and they are going to attack you. Just, just, it's okay. And you get used to it. And then you realize that they're words and the words that you say to yourself are the ones that are important that, you know, Rick, you do have value and you have a voice and you're not perfect, and, but you, you have a gifting and you can use that. Um, those are the things you have to talk to yourself. You have to ask yourself, why do I do what I do? You know, I know why I do what I do. You have a voice and it's important that you use it. And I want to make sure that you do. That's why I do what I do. And why do I do that? Because I was never listened to as a child. So now as an adult, I'm going to make sure that you're heard. And um, I don't even care what you think. I just want to make sure you have a voice. So we want to thank Buck Sanitary Service for sponsoring our show. I also want to thank Chris Dental, Family Dentistry. You guys love on our clients, um, you know, to make sure that they're getting what they need. And, uh, and we can continue to bring you the content like that. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know if we can always bring you stuff like that. So tomorrow we're going to be out in Vanita with Annie and all the creators, all the crafters and stuff in Vanita. And we're going to be showing you all the cool things. These guys make things that you won't find at every market. Um, and they're just the nicest people and it's quality stuff. So if you're getting ready for you know the holidays and you want to buy some stuff, this is the place you can find one of a kind items and you won't find it anywhere else. So we'll be out there tomorrow night at eight or uh, five fifteen. So that's Vanita. And then next week, a whole new round of stuff. Hey, have a great night. Um, I, I already did. <laughs> it's, it's too late. Um.